This is the Primal Ryan Podcast, and I'm Ryan Parnum, and I am passionate about helping average, everyday adults achieve great health. The ideas, opinions, and topics discussed in this podcast are mine and my own. None of what I say constitutes as medical advice. Please get clearance from your medical provider before embarking on any sort of nutritional or exercise program. What's up, everybody? Ryan Parnum here with the Primal Ryan Podcast, and today is January 1st, 2024, so Happy New Year to you. I hope your holidays have been fun, and you've had some great times with friends and family and some time to relax, maybe some time off work. Um, I spent last week with uh, with my family down in Florida at my in-laws, and it, it's always nice to be down there and relax a bit. Um, coaching clients, uh, it's been great. Uh, I've cut back a little bit just because of you know being in school and all that, but really my last few clients um, really kind of been gravitating towards like the busy executive. So busy guys, successful in their careers, who have a family and, um, you know, trying to kind of just figure out how to improve their health and get stronger. Some of them have some, you know, minor health issues. Maybe their blood pressure is a little high, cholesterol is a little high, um, you know, fasting blood sugar is a little high. So really I'm kind of gravitating my coaching program, you know, for that busy executive. Um, it's of course my one-on-one coaching program. And, you know, these guys, you know, if you're successful in your career, but you need to get your health on the right track, you know, think about working with me. I can help you with that. You know, we'll do a one-on-one consultation where I learn all about you. What are your strengths, your weaknesses, your goals in life? Um, you know, what does your life look like, your schedule? And then together we'll come up with some goals and a plan that works for you. And, you know, of course, I'll help you optimize the various aspects of your health, um, your nutrition, what does it look like to prep meals, um, help build you a workout plan, work on things like sleep hygiene, all that kind of stuff. But really the most important and the most effective aspect of all this is the accountability and the building of new habits Um, so that's, that's the key here. It's not all, obviously I'll help you with the details of it about what to do, what not to do, but anybody can follow instructions for a while, but the real key is building new habits. And that's, what's cool when I see guys that complete my program, um, not just at the end of the three months or or however long they decide to work with me, but when I run into them six months later, a year later, two years later, and they're still on board with everything because they've built a new lifestyle, new habits. So anyways, check out my website, uh, primalryan.com slash men's health coaching. It's actually slash men's dash health dash coaching for more details if you're interested um, in that. So anyways, today I'm going to talk about um, kind of how to do, how do I do a reset at the beginning of the year? So I mentioned I was in Florida with my family and I never go too crazy. Like I never just eat garbage food all day long or anything like that. Um, and I know a lot of people do. And if you did, so be it, you know, let's, let's start the year off. Right. But I ate more than normal. So like 
consume more calories. I stayed active down there. The weather was like not phenomenal, but it was nice. You know, it was uh, better than here in Illinois. So we were active. We walked. I ran. I did some uh, training in the in the garage. I took a kettlebell with me and a medicine ball. And my father-in-law has a few weights and stuff. So I can pretty much make a workout up about anywhere I'm at with what I've got. So I stayed active enough, but you know, I did eat more calories probably total than what I normally do, you know, had a couple desserts and, um, had some, you know, adult beverages, you know, I don't normally, I don't drink much at all. Um, and it wasn't like I went crazy, but you know, more than, more than normal. So I always just feel a little bit off, you know, after being off work and we drove this time. So long trip home. And so my wife and I typically always do some sort of reset, you know, after the holidays are over. So that's just what I'm going to talk about um, today. So there's a lot of, you know, different ways to do a reset and there's no real proven way to do it. Right. So um, there's probably some wrong ways maybe, but there's no like solid right way. So I'm going to talk about like what I recommend, what I do. And, um, you know, the, the, basically what you're doing is you're cleaning things up after the holidays to start the year off, right. To get off any like downward spiral, maybe you're, you've been on from the holidays. Um, and, and just to get you on the, on the right path. Now there's a lot of gimmicky stuff out there. Like, I don't know, like, like, uh, some detoxification stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. There's really not much evidence to support some of those interventions. Your body is incredibly capable of detoxifying itself. Ten, you know, as long as you quit putting the crap into it and let it do its thing, it, it, it detoxifies itself just perfectly fine. So anyhow, so my reset is really, it's pretty much how I do things most of the year. There's a few little differences, but most of the year, this is kind of how I, how I do things. So, you know, it's built around, you know, cleaning up nutrition. Um, so it basically means avoiding the crap stuff, right? Garbage food, um, avoiding alcohol um, or excessive alcohol or whatever, and sleep schedules, getting that back on focus and everything, um, continuing to train or, or if you haven't been training, getting back on a training schedule. Um, you know, what it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be anything crazy, crazy excessive. Um, no excessive dietary restriction stuff like, I don't know, any sort of like ultra low calorie diet or something where you're cutting out like multiple food groups just to do like a cabbage soup diet or something weird like that, you know? Um, cause that's just, it's not healthy. It's not sustainable. And you know, anything that cuts out excessive amounts of food groups, especially like protein, for example, you, you run the risk of losing muscle mass and everything else. Anything that involves like crazy excessive amounts of exercise, excessive like fasting and stuff like that. Anything like that is just, um, not, not ideal, not ideal. So what do I focus on? So honestly, like one of the first things I start with is like my sleep quality. I, I try to get back on a good sleep schedule after being off. Like I've been off work. So, you know, staying up later, doing things I don't normally do, like watching YouTube or, or documentaries on Netflix or Amazon prime or whatever else late at night, like, just getting back into my normal routine where I try to be asleep by 10 and then I'm up, 
you know, around five, maybe a little bit later on days I'm off. Um, obviously, quality sleep is just absolutely vital to health and well-being. Waking up refreshed so you feel like you're ready to conquer the day, go to the gym, do well at work, whatever, whatever else. You know, cutting back on caffeine. I love my coffee. Um, sometimes I drink too much of it when I'm off work. On vacation, sometimes I have Starbucks at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which I don't normally do. So I'm going to cut back all that stuff. Just have my morning coffee and, and keep it there. Avoid any caffeine in the afternoon. And then, like I mentioned, like just staying off devices in the evenings, trying to have that wind-down period before bed and getting back on a normal sleep schedule. Um, of course, nutrition is a huge aspect to this reset. I'll continue doing what I always do, the pl- protein plus produce approach. That never changes for me. But if, you're, if you've been off kilter for the last several weeks, like following this approach will work. So, um, so my meals are, of course, going to be built around primarily healthy animal-based protein uh, from red meat, my wild game. I've harvested two deer this year. Um, and so I'll eat a lot of, I eat a lot of venison, um, eggs, fish, chicken, Greek yogurt. You know, my, I'm going to consume at least one gram per pound of ideal body weight. Um, so for me, you know, I weigh around 170 pounds, so at least 170 grams of protein a day, sometimes up to 200 grams. So if you're not sure where to start, like, you know, don't, if you weigh 250 pounds, but your ideal body weight is 180, then, you know, shoot for that 180. Honestly, if you're a man and you're getting 150 grams a day, you're doing better than 99% of most people. And if you're a woman and you're consuming 100 grams a day, you're doing better than 99% of most women. So get that protein in. Protein's filling, it builds muscle, you burn more calories digesting it. Um, it just It's just magical when you consume uh, optimal amounts of protein. Um, I will cut back on carbs some as part of this reset. Um, I'm not going to go keto, you know, that's a whole nother topic. I've talked about it before. Um, first of all, it's usually a misnomer. Ketosis is a physiological state, but keto diet is like a really, really low carb diet. It can work well for some people. Um, you know, but for me, you know, I don't, I'm not going to do anything crazy, crazy low carb. I'll cut back on like starches, for example, Uh, I'll minimize, or avoid like rice, potatoes, stuff like that. Not that I won't eat it at all, but it's going to be small, small amounts. Um, I was eating more of that in the summertime, actually, just because I was training more. But um, so for about a month, though, I'm going to keep a lower carb um, uh, for for about a month because most people after the holidays are carb overloaded. They've had cookies, desserts, starches, liquid calories like the sugary coffee drinks. You know those. People go through Starbucks and get those giant, um, you know, sugary drinks. I don't remember what all they're called. I don't, I don't drink that stuff. But, I mean, a lot of people don't realize it. But, those, you know, some of those are 90 grams of sugar in them. I mean, they're awful. On top of that, alcohol. Alcohol's, you know, it, it's basically, you know, carbohydrate. It's its own set of calories. But um, long story short, we've had way too many carbs, most people, over the last month. Okay. Um, cutting back on the carbs, especially, you know, you're pulling on, first of all, you're getting rid of all the junk stuff, right? But you're also allowing your body to get rid of excessive water it's holding on to. 
carbohydrate. That's why it's called carbohydrate. So every gram of carb that you eat, it holds on to like three to four grams of water. That's why a lot of people get kind of bloated and hold on to water when they go um, overboard on carbs. So typically you cut back on the carbs, you are going to shed some water weight. And that's why a lot of people, when they go on a low carb diet, they lose, you know, whatever, 10, 15, 20 pounds early on because they're actually getting rid of a lot of a lot of water. So anyways, um, I know like if I'm eating too many carbs, it makes me feel just a little soft and like I'm holding on to too much water. So that's why I cut back on it. It's kind of like your body can only hold on to, you know, 400 to 500 grams of carbs and that's called glycogen. It's mostly in your muscles and your liver. So, you know, most people are far overboard on that. And then they just retain water and everything else and just feel like garbage. So cutting back on the carbs can can help help you feel a lot better, shed some of that water weight. Um, and so how many carbs? Well, that's a tough, tough question. It depends on the person. For me personally, I'm relatively lean. I'm not looking to like lose weight or anything like that. I'm active. So I'll stay probably in the 100 to 150 grams a day range, at least for the next month or so. And it's a general rule of thumb, like the more overweight you are and or the less active you are, the lower your carbs should be because you don't need them, right? You, you, carbs are for energy. Um, and most, most Americans consume far too many carbs and those carbs are just getting stored. Your muscles and your liver are saturated. They can't hold anymore, so it gets stored in your organs as visceral fat and everything else, you know, so you just don't, you don't need them. So, um, so maybe somebody who's significantly overweight and not very active, you might go under a hundred grams a day, you know, um, you just have to play around with a, a little bit. The leaner you are, the more active you are, the more insulin sensitive you are, you can typically eat more carbs. And there's a lot of individual variation, um, and the time of year, you know, carb intake is very dependent on that. Like for me in the summertime, I'm more active, sweating more, maybe training for a race or whatever. I, I may eat more carbs. So carb intake is oftentimes very dependent on a lot of different factors on how lean you are, how active you are, all those sorts of things. But for this reset purpose, I'm going to lower carbs. Um, and it just works real well. So it's, you know, lowering carbs tends to help with appetite control, you know, eating high carbs, especially like from like starchy stuff and, you know, the highly refined, refined processed stuff, you know, the stuff that you eat around Christmas time, the cookies and dessert type stuff, um, you know, the packaged foods, all that, like doesn't control your appetite very well. Um, you just want to eat more and more and more. It's not very satiating. So getting rid of that garbage will help you uh, stay fuller, longer. My carb sources are going to be mostly produce um, from like fruit, um, berries, avocados, salads, steamed green veggies, um, some occasional hummus maybe. I don't personally cut out fruit. Um, I don't eat gobs and gobs of it. Fruit is fine. Like nobody has, nobody ever got fat and unhealthy from fruit, right? So fruit oftentimes gets a bad rap. That being said, if you are significantly overweight and trying to cut back on carbs, you know, if you're eating 12 servings of fruit a day, you might need to cut that back a little bit. Um, I'm probably, I probably have, um, three to four servings of fruit a day. I will not cut back on that. Um, healthy fats. Don't forget about that. Um, 
Most of my fat intake is extra virgin olive oil, avocados, fish, uh, whatever occurs naturally and whatever food I'm eating. So whatever fats and eggs and whatever meat I'm preparing. Um, I don't intentionally like consume gobs of fat. Like there's like that low carb keto crowd, you know, actually to be in ketosis, you have to have a high fat intake. So that's a whole nother uh, can of worms. But uh, for most people, I'm not recommending that it can work well for a lot of people, but I don't particularly recommend the really, really high fat um, approach. Because the people that are doing the high fat keto approach, you're also doing kind of obviously really low carb, but also low protein. The true keto diet is actually a low protein diet, which a lot of people don't realize. Um, definitely going to minimize alcohol. You know, a lot of people do a dry January, and that's fine if that works for you. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't drink much normally, so I'll stick to my general rule, which I try to apply most of the year, um, is zero to three drinks a week uh, tops. So I'll stick to zero as much as I can. Um, but uh, avoiding alcohol, you know, as much as possible will always be of the most benefit to your health overall. doesn't matter what time of year it is. So, all right. So for exercise training, Continuing to do the strength training that I always do three to five times a week, always working on uh, getting stronger, getting better, using perfect form, focusing on large muscle groups. I'm not going in there doing endless sets of curls, but I'm in there doing presses, I'm doing pulls, I'm doing uh, legs, I'm doing deadlifts. Um, the, The stuff that matters, the stuff that really stimulates the body to get stronger and adapt I'm going to do zone two cardio. That's like conversational paced cardio, which is great for your health. I'm doing that 30 to 45 minutes per session, three times a week, ideally. Um, I'm not doing that to burn calories. I'm doing that for the health benefits. Cardio, all exercise is not very good at burning calories. You should not be doing it to burn calories. You should be doing it because of the health benefits. My cardio is typically going to be running, um, and whatever else I decide to add in there. Lots of walking, too. Um, I advise against, like, those high-intensity classes, those boot camp-style classes. Like, I, I understand the draw to them because it's already orchestrated for you. It's planned out. There's a community aspect to it. But there's no real purpose to those. They're, they're better than doing nothing, don't get me wrong. But you're not going to get as strong as you would doing traditional resistance training, and you won't get as cardiovascularly fit as you would if you were just doing normal cardio by itself. So it's kind of like this hybrid approach, which I understand is kind of the purpose to it. But, um, you know, plus there tend to be very, very high intensity workouts and that can be really hard on, on people and impair recovery, hinder immune system. And, and a lot of people are chasing the calorie burn of those classes, which is the wrong reason to do it, you know. Um, you know, so it's, for me, my recommendation, like, you know, to each their own, whatever, I, I think it's better to do true strength training by itself and doing cardio by itself. But, uh, you know, if that's what works for you and you love it and whatever, then, you know, that's, that's your prerogative. Um, in addition to that, just lots of general movement. I'm going to always target 10,000 steps a day which can be hard in the wintertime, especially when the weather's crappy and the summer, you know, nice weather's, you know, summer, fall, whatever. I'm, you know, 15, 20,000 steps a day easy, but uh, still going to target my 10,000 steps a day. 
Other things I'm going to do is uh, do the sauna when I can. I did it this morning. I, you know, my wife and I went to the gym, um, and I got my first strength training session in of 2024, followed by about 20 minutes in the sauna. So sauna has a lot of, you know, uh, improvement in in health that uh, you know can lower blood pressure and. You know, sweating is a natural detoxification mechanism in the body, and the sauna, of course, even exaggerates that even more. You got to make sure you hydrate well um, if you're going to do sauna. So I'm going to try to do sauna. I'd love to do it two or three days a week, but we'll see how it works out. Um, you know, with with sauna, with exercise, with lower carb. Um, with lower carb, you tend to lose, uh, you're going to lose water, which you're going to lose electrolytes and salt. So you need to make sure you're staying hydrated. And I'm not, I've never been a fan of just drinking like ridiculous amounts of water all day. Like water is good for you, but like drinking gallons and gallons of water all day is probably actually not good for you. It could actually be harmful um, to a certain degree. Um, so if you're going to stay high, stay hydrated, right? Make sure your pee is like a pale, you know, palish yellow. If it's clear white and you're peeing all the time you're probably drinking too much water but if you're doing lower carb if you're training you're doing sauna if you're active make sure you're taking in enough salt like salt has been demonized big time um, wrongly so Um, yeah salt isn't good for people who already have like heart and kidney disease and are sedentary and, and unhealthy excessive salt might not be good but for the rest of the population that is actually making an effort to be healthy and is exercising and sweating and all that. You need salt and electrolytes. Um, my wife and I love Element, L-M-N-T. Um, you know, we add it to usually a liter of water, like an algae bottle, and then drink some off the top and then add some more. It's pretty salty. There's about a gram of salt in it, um, so, so 1,000 milligrams but uh, I like it, and we like it a lot. Some people can't handle the saltiness initially, so you have to dilute it more. Um, but it's also got some like potassium and magnesium in it as well. And then we always liberally salt our food, and you know, I'll eat, sometimes I could dill pickle before I go work out or whatever. But don't be afraid of salt. It's wrongly demonized. It doesn't cause high blood pressure and all that kind of stuff. If you're already ill, you've got kidney disease, you've got heart failure. Yeah, salt might not be good for you, but it's wrongly demonized like most things in mainstream medical media. The other big thing too is to just get outside as much as possible. It's really difficult in the Midwest where I live, um, cold weather, maybe where you live it's cold too. And it can be difficult to get out and walk um, and or hike or whatever, but like put some bundle up and do it. Like you'll be okay. You really will. Um, I buy these <laughs> insulated pants from Costco, like that Jerry brand. They're awesome. I wear those and wear, wear a nice warm coat, gloves and hat. And I go for, you know, I'll go for a two mile walk. I did, I did one last night. It was in the low thirties and I survived and lived to tell about it. And I wasn't cold at all. Sometimes you're a little cold when you first get started, but, um, you know, your body gets used to it and you feel good. I'll try to get out to Farmdale, the trail system where I like to train. I'll get out there as much as I can and go for some hikes or runs or whatever and just try to be outside. It's it's good to be outside just to be cooped up indoors, sitting, out, sitting on your couch, you know, streaming 
Um, Netflix all day is, you know, there's a time and place for that. And I do plenty of that. Um, but you know, you don't want to just sit and do nothing all the time. So get outside in nature. It has so many health benefits for you. Um, and, uh, all right. So I think that's all I got for today. Um, hope you found this helpful 2024. It's, it's a, you know, it's a chance for, a new start on things. I'm not a big fan of resolutions because resolutions tend to be a temporary thing, but just get back on track, make healthy decisions for yourself. Um, you deserve it. You know, uh, our, our, our health and our wellness and well-being is a culmination of the choices we make every day. We make lots of choices every day, some big, some small, but they all um, culminate into something, right? So you want to make mostly good choices consistently every day have a plan in place uh feel free to reach out if any questions um you know i'm on social media if you're interested in working with me reach out i'd love to talk to you and see what that looks like so um happy new year and i hope you have a great day and a great start to the new year and get after it Thank you for listening to the Primal Ryan podcast. For more information, check out primalryan.com.